Good morning and welcome to Empowering Family Caregiver Show on Blog Talk Radio. I'm Meghna Giridhar, your host for today's show sponsored by eCareDiary.com. October is National Physical Therapy Month and today we will talk about safe strength training for enhanced cognitive health. Our guest is Lawrence Neal, founder of Corporate Warrior, the high-intensity training business and lifestyle podcast and blog. He has interviewed over 150 world-class health, fitness, and business experts to discover the tactics and strategies they use to optimize success in their high-intensity training, health, and high-intensity training business. Lawrence's current primary focus is to publish weekly podcasts on HIT, which is high-intensity training, and health, and help business owners make efficient and effective exercise accessible to more people. Lawrence, thank you so much for joining. We are so excited about today's show. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. I would like to begin by getting your thoughts on the kind of exercises you would recommend for um, the elderly, for for anti-aging in general. Sure. So I think, you know, firstly, obviously in the intro that you talked about high intensity training and high intensity training for obvious reasons comes with um, some baggage and might sound quite scary to uh, older populations, uh, especially those words high intensity. Uh, you know, they can often associate that with high risk of injury or danger, um, which I completely appreciate. Um, but, you know, resistance training or, or strength training is, is often the, the words I use to, to talk about this because high intensity kind of scares people away. Uh, but all high intensity means is that you're using a high intensity of effort um, to ideally achieve muscular failure. Um, and so the type of exercise that I advocate, you can call it high intensity training or, or strength training or resistance exercise. And um, the important thing is, is that we are um, or that the subjects are reaching a, 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 a muscular fatigue or muscular failure at the end of their exercises. Um, and this is done very slowly with great control and excellent form um, and is ideally supervised but doesn't have to be. I mean, you can be supervised by a, a personal trainer in high-intensity strength training um, or learn how to do this uh, on your own at home or, or at the gym, depending on what works best for you. Um, there are a lot of high-intensity training facilities um, you know, around the world, but particularly in the U.S., um, and they are very used to working with the older population um, and have a lot of clients in kind of the kind of 70 to 90 plus aged bracket. So they're very well equipped and experienced in working with um, those populations and um, understanding how to um, optimize their workouts and help them get great results without harming them. Um, why do you recommend this kind of exercise versus this is this is something new for me too when I was kind of reading through your resume and the work that you've done um, I was I was pleasantly surprised to know that seniors could also attempt this kind of exercise but would you what are your reasons for recommending this for you know um, an elderly population yeah very good question so ultimately strength training done to muscular failure, which just means that the subject can't, if they're doing a, a chest press, for example, and most people are familiar with a chest press or push-up type exercise. Once you reach muscular failure, which means you just can't um, 
continue to do the exercise anymore, you stimulate an enormous number of positive changes in the body. Um, so when it comes to getting the positive outcomes from exercise, nothing comes close to strength training. Um, you know, even things like aerobic training um, or high-intensity interval training don't tick as many boxes. Um, high-intensity strength training will improve cardiovascular health, muscle mass, strength, bone mineral density, uh, metabolic health, so things like insulin sensitivity and the ability to burn body fat, and cognitive health. Um, so really the reason I recommend it um, and why I really am trying my best to help with, with a, by collaborating with experts um, is, is to try and explain to people that it's not scary and it's not dangerous and if performed in the right way, it's the best thing you can do for your health from an exercise point of view. And how does this kind of exercise benefit cognitive health? Um, you know, is there, do you feel like seniors can avail of the benefits right away or is this something that takes time once you kind of get into your own routine? So the, this is really exciting. There's a lot of science and research going into the benefits of exercise and cognitive health. Um, and actually the, the improvements are pretty instantaneous. I mean, they, they, as soon as you start doing this type of training, the, the improvements start straight away. Um, as we all know, uh, brain size and function declines of age and inactivity um, and the risks of neurodegenerative diseases increase over time. Uh, and what's really cool is resistance training is very effective at improving brain integrity and the size of brain matter. So things like, for instance, your hippocampus shrinks of age. This has been shown to increase in size of strength training and also brain function. Um, and it's believed that the mechanisms behind this, like why resistance training is improving these markers, is the increased re release of brain-derived neurotrophic factor and insulin growth factor 1 or IGF-1. Um, and these are growth factors um, which actually which, uh, which are actually decline with age and inactivity. So by doing resistance training or any exercise, you are improving the release of those growth factors. Um, why the re again the reason why i advocate resistance training is as i said just now there's obviously a whole host of benefits to the body that are stimulated from resistance training but a study done in 2013 showed that resistance training was actually more effective at enhancing cognitive performance and functional plasticity versus traditional aerobic activity um, and again it's my belief that this is and not, I should say my belief, it's the belief of a lot of the scientists involved in this work, um, is that resistance training, especially performed at high intensity, so ideally to muscular failure, um, is optimal for stimulating the releases in these growth factors, which pos positively impact brain health. Um, and I just find that incredibly exciting fi finding. Um, and in addition to that, um, and this is, again, more related to anti-aging um, and is, I guess, tangential to cognitive health, is that there was a study by uh, Simon Milov, AL, uh, and colleagues, um, which looked at the resistance training effect on gene expression in seniors. Um, and the outcomes were astounding. They, they showed that resistance training reversed the gene expression in 170 genes associated with age um, and the gene expressions of the resistance trained older subjects in the study demonstrated characteristics similar to those of the younger group. Um, and I quote, 
the researchers also noted that mitochondrial impairment, that's the the powerhouse of every cell in our body, um, which is normally seen, the impairment is normally associated with inactivity, was reversed with six months of resistance training. And I just think that's astounding. And it always baffles me when research like that comes out and, and uh, more people don't just get straight down the gym and start lifting weights. Mm-hmm. Um, if someone wanted to do this for the very first time, and you know, it's someone who's um, a senior, you know, a senior member of society, how would you, what tips would you suggest for them to kind of get started in a safe and effective way? So there's a couple of options. Um, it's not, not everyone has access, but if you do have a high intensity training or HIT facility in your local area, then I do think that's the best option for um, seniors in that you can, um, you don't really have to educate yourself as much on how to do this type of training. Um, and you can be able to work with someone who can supervise you and make sure that you are exercising safely and getting the best results you can. And so if that's an option, I would literally Google or um, try and find a, a local facility that specializes in this type of training. Alternatively, there's a fantastic book uh, called Body by Science, um, which is written by um, Dr. Doug McGuff, who's an MD, uh, and his co-author, John Little. Um, and that's really one of the most popular books on high-intensity training written in the last sort of 10 to 15 years. Um, and in that book, it will show you how to, and I, I have no affiliation, by the way, um, but that book will show you how to practice this type of training safely and effectively in the comfort of your own home or in a gym. So if you can't find someone to you know a facility or supervision and this is the next best thing thank you so much lawrence this is this is incredible amount of information and i'm so glad we broached this topic with our audience members for whom for many i'm sure this is this is something that they had never thought possible so thank you for sharing all this information um i would like to direct our listeners to your amazing website corporatewarrior.co it's not it's corporatewarrior.co <laughs> Correct. for more resources, uh, more information. You can also reach out to Lawrence directly or reach out to us for any other questions that you might have on this very important topic. I'd like to thank our audience for tuning in today. Join us next time on Tuesday, October 23rd at 2 p.m. Eastern for our Caregiver Speak radio show. This will be conducted by our caregiving expert, Margie Fab steinmetz she will speak to Jenny Smith-Pierce, Executive Director, National Center for Creative Aging, about the caregiving guide launched by the NCCA. To learn more about eCare Diary and our upcoming shows, visit our website, eCareDiary.com. Registration is free and gives you immediate access to your personal care diary tool. You can find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. My Twitter address is eCare underscore diary. Thank you so much once again, Lawrence. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it.